Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Mooder Vibe. I'm your host, Solji Baby. Um, <clears throat> this weekend, I will be skiing once you hear this. So this is pre-recorded. Guys, that's how seriously I'm taking this. I'm literally pre-recording episodes. Oh, that's actually crazy. But that's why this week's episode is going to be a little bit all over the place because I have just written down... Written down written down things that I want to talk about um so they might not be like hashtag relevant anymore once this episode comes out but I don't care okay I'm going to talk about the things that I want to talk about and this week it's going to be random things that are going on in this world that I have been consuming and I want to talk to someone about it so I'm going to talk to you guys about it um anyways uh yeah thanks for the response on the last episode dear soldiers are always fun um yeah this is gonna be a little bit of a change of pace not gonna speak as smartly smartly i'm really showing my true color state guys it's also like midnight and my flight is in five hours and i haven't packed and my like clothes that i want to wear the airport are literally still like dripping wet um from the laundry so it's gonna be a long night for me anyways um i thought we could start with just some some personal things some personal news um not personal news random things that have happened to me recently that we we need to talk about the first thing is i have technically met the man of my dreams hypothetically um (laughs) we're not even two minutes in and this is what the fuck i'm giving you guys i'm so sorry but we have a lot of topics to get through today, so like, let's just do this. Like a month ago at this point, when Gosh closed, whenever that was, like a month ago, um, right before they closed, we were at the bar one evening, and there was this man there, and he was like by himself, which like, okay, the bar, like, it's not like that weird for like there to be a man alone at the bar, but also like, yes, it is, you know what I mean? But he was talking to the bartenders, which are our friends. And so we were like, okay, so this guy, like, isn't, like, a complete weirdo or whatever. But he was, like, doing, like, shots of, like, whiskey or something. And I was like, ew. (laughs) I'm really not building this up to explain how this man ended up being hypothetically the perfect man for me. But anyways, he starts talking to us, which I think is something about men here in Florence they love an opener that's like are you guys American and then we all just in unison will go no because like technically yes but like no but we just sound American but I whatever I think he I think he said that to us and then we were like no and he was like oh where are you from then and whatever we do the whole spiel of where we're all from blah 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 yeah we study here where whatever do the whole thing and then we just continue talking to him and his name should i say his name actually i shouldn't 
<laughs> what can we call him? Let's call him Dan. So Dan basically is like, yeah, I'm, I'm retired. And I was like, retired? <laughs> How fucking old are you? Because this man, he definitely was like older, but like under 40. You know what I mean? So I was like, retired? It's like, yeah, um, I uh, like made some money playing tennis and now I'm retired. Okay. He's like, yeah, now like I basically just like private coach people in Los Angeles. And I was like, oh, there must be some money to be made in that. Whatever. Um... <laughs> So that's green flag number one, retired tennis player. And I, wow, fuck, I don't remember how old he said he was. I think he was like 32. Like he was very young to be retired. Like, yeah, I'm retired. So now I just like for fun, we'll teach people tennis in LA. And I was like, oh my God, you're my dream man. And he like stood up properly and he was like very tall. And I was like, okay, dream man. And then he, I don't know what we even spoke about the entire night, but it was just <laughs> basically the reason he was my dream man is because he was two meters tall and a retired tennis player and 32 <laughs> which in reality is not no but hypothetically yes if <laughs> the only reason this came to my mind guys this happened well i think like over a month ago is when i met this man once in my entire life we invited him to come to brunch with us the next day and he's like i have a train to rome i can't and i was like loser come have brunch with us instead and he didn't but he texted me being like sorry i didn't make it to brunch and now he'll like randomly like my instagram stories but i'm like that is really you're no different from literally anybody else um because that's what every man does at this point which side note can we talk i'm sorry i i love an instagram story like it's a great way to start something but guys let's bring back the little hard eye swipe up or something because i'm sorry i like to be pursued an instagram story like is not doing it for me okay so let's let's be a little bit proactive once is okay twice is forgivable three times i'm done okay let's stop playing games Anyways, Dan. I almost said his real name. His name is not Dan, guys. Like, do not go looking for this person. But anyways, uh, yeah, we spent the entire night together. And at one point, he, like, puts his... We were sitting, like, on the like the high bar stools. And he puts his, like, hand, I think, on my... Yeah, like, on my hand. And he goes, I'm really enjoying talking to you. Are you enjoying talking to me? And I was like excuse me? <laughs> he was like, no, like, I really like you. And I think you're really interesting. Um, I just want to know, do you think the same about me? And I was like, sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Cause I was so confused. I was like, why is this like random? <laughs> why is this a random fucking 30 year old retired tennis player? <laughs> Like, pausing our conversation that we're fully having to be like, I'm, I'm really into you. Were you into me? And I was like, sure. And then I, like, genuinely thought, I was like, at this point, I was like, it's over. This man is going to kidnap me. I'm going to go to Los Angeles with him. It's going to be, it's over for me. And then I never saw him again. Um, But hypothetically, if, if I had to, on paper, write out who my dream man would be, it would be a two meter tall... 32 year old retired tennis player that's what it is um so yeah that was something i thought i could share because i just i saw his name today on my on instagram and i was like what the fuck 
Then we have another dating story, which I can't believe I left this out of last week's episode because you guys need to hear this. I did a quickie little story time on this on TikTok. So if you want like, if you want the content as it's happening, you should follow me on TikTok because that's really where you're going to get it. But anyways, um, la- no, a couple weeks ago, a guy followed me on Instagram and we had like maybe two mutual followers, but I could tell that like we like know each other in a sense um because he was like oh you go to this bar i go to this bar all the time whatever whatever so i was like he was like a stranger but like actually not that much of a stranger because it actually turns out that he's his like best friend is cousins with a guy that i know whatever florence is small you fucking know everyone here so we spoke a little bit on Instagram and then out of the blue one day he was like, um, let me take you out for a drink. And I was like, sure, we've had a good conversation. Let's see where this is going to go. Two days before my scheduled drinks date with this man, a friend of mine matches the guy on Hinge and she's like, oh my God, he's perfect. He's this, he's that. She sends me like a screenshot of his Instagram and I go look it up we have one mutual and it's that one guy the guy that has asked me out and I was like lol that's so funny they know each other um but they're like again like Florence is in the like all the people that are in the same age group that have grown up in Florence they all know each other so we were like we don't know how close they are they could just be like friends from high school or they could also literally like Italians you never know it's like he's my brother or it's like oh I know that guy anyways basically we she matches with him and he's like oh like what are you doing like let's go out for a drink and basically these boys without telling us scheduled to take us to the same place at the same time on the same date without just being like hey lol let's make this a double date which you can tell they were like 22 which i'm saying that being 22 but being 22 and dating a 22 year old feels like i'm dating an 18 year old honestly um personal issue i think but i've just realized that that's not really the vibe for me um but so they basically planned out a date when the, okay well it, it wasn't like planned planned but basically they were best friends and the guy that had asked me out like told his friend being like oh yeah like i'm going on a date with this girl on wednesday night and he was like lol i think i know her friend i'm also taking her out for drinks and then they were like lol let's just go to the same place but then they didn't tell us but then obviously me and my friends spoke to each other and we're like lol they're taking us to the same place at the same time it ended up being very fun definitely not um definitely not hypothetically the man of my dreams if you know what i mean like he wasn't like dan um but it was fun and the the it's a funny story and it's also funny because exactly a year ago me and this same friend of mine also went on a double date and it was actually crazy craziest double day of my life um because i ended up getting one of my best friends out of it but um and not a boyfriend unfortunately so that's you know difficult to say the least but anyways um where was i going with this oh yeah that was another i can't believe i didn't like it was literally like they like basically like guerrilla warfared 
us into a double date when I was like, you guys could have just asked and then it would have been a lot less awkward and a lot more casual. Um, because I realized I actually really do enjoy a group date. A group date is always going to be fun. Um, and I really want to like put together like a thing where with me and a couple of my friends that we all have to bring a date to like dinner or something because I think that would be really fun more on that later maybe we'll make a podcast episode out of it or something but those were like my oh I have one more personal personal um thing to talk about before we get into more of the like news media pop culture things that I want to talk about the last thing is that I want to give a huge fucking shout out to whoever runs the at I love soldier Maya Instagram account because I am baffled <laughs> I I can't I that's all I'm gonna say I'm just gonna give a shout out I'm gonna say shout out to whoever's doing that you have a creative mind you have photoshop and you're doing it um and I giggle at the posts it's funny so thank you for that um can't wait to see what you do next um and yeah I still just I can't like I'm a little bit embarrassed following an account that's called I love soldier Maya like it feels a little bit um I don't know how como se dice it feels weird for me to be following that account but I want to just say that I appreciate it thank you for the love (laughs) and um I'm gonna continue to to be feel weird about it but uh with joy okay so thank you for that guys anyways i thought now we can get into some of the pop culture and random news things that i have been hyper fixated on for like the past couple days so let's get into it the first thing we're talking about guys is obviously kendall jenner and bad bunny (laughs) because another layer of this is the fact that literally last week my friend saw him on raya so he's definitely out there looking he's also like he's like definitely in an open relationship right he's like still dating that puerto rican girl right anyways i don't believe the rumors at all i do not see how bad bunny would ever date kendall jenner and i don't see how kendall jenner would ever date a guy that's in an open relationship like i just i don't see it happening at all like actually at all So can someone please explain to me, like, how they're, like, being seen out on dates? I'm like, no. Sure, a a kiss in the club does not mean that you're seeing someone, okay? Um, So I don't believe it. I do not believe it. And also, on the topic of Kendall Jenner, Kylie is such a better model. (laughs) Do you guys see the new Kylie Jenner Vanity Fair Italia photos of her, like, in Heider Ackerman and Scaparelli? And she looks beautiful. She gives so much in in a way that her literal highest paid model sister just can't. It's actually crazy. But anyways, that's my take on Candle and Bad Bad Bonnie. Um, I I guys, I genuinely don't believe it. And I knew I know Dumois wouldn't post something if they're not like quite sure about it, and they like confirmed it in their podcast and everything. But I just Kendall, would she date someone that's in an open relationship? I don't think so. And would he date Kendall Jenner? I don't think so. I don't know. I don't don't see it happening. So, anyways, I'm not even going to 
also kind of on the same topic, I'm not even going to comment on the Haley and Selena thing that's going on right now because it's honestly exhausting. Like literally, also Selena posting that thing about Bella Hadid being like, she's so beautiful, I wish I looked like her, is like a weird way to fish for compliments, especially considering like you are like her ex-boyfriend's rebound, like PR couple rebound. I don't know, I think it's really strange. Also, not this is question.com, not shade. Has Selena gotten some like filler in her face or something? Because her face to me looks different. It looks like she's gotten like cheek filler or something, but maybe she's just doing her makeup differently or something. I don't know. I'm just confused. I or it's like the TikTok filters that she use it that she's using, but it's weirding me out. So can someone um, I, did, I don't want to Google this because I know if I Google it, I'm going to get some like shitty articles being like, oh, the works, Lena Gomez. I don't want to know that. I want to know if I'm just blind or if something's going on. So let me know. Anyways, the reason I'm even doing this like pop culture roundup, whatever shit that I see on Twitter episode is because of this next story. And I, guys, I love like political drama. But, like, political drama that obviously, like, doesn't actually, like, affect that many people. Like, this is, this is, like, very strange what I'm about to explain, okay? So, there's a person named Sam Brinton, I think. And, um, Sam is this non-binary, like, uh, what, what do they do? Um, some kind of, like, nuclear biochemist, biologist, I don't know, I don't know the, the terms, but basically Sam Britton was appointed by Biden to be the deputy secretary at the Department of Energy, um, basically they were, like, the U.S. official for, like, nuclear waste disposal or something, and they were always kind of, like, they dress very super flamboyant, gender non-conforming, you know, shaved head, gems on the eyes, platform stilettos, dresses on, like, there's even, like, a Vanity Fair article that was written that was, like, the many styles of Sam Britton or whatever, and it's, like, this interesting kind of um, thing to see someone be, like, at, at the Department of Energy and looking like like how this person is very progressive progressive of Biden to appoint someone like that whatever this whole spiel yesterday on Twitter I'm scrolling and I see this woman like it, it was like a really strange phrasing of the tweet I wonder if I can find it um basically being like I had my suitcases stolen in, at the airport in 2018 and it was Sam Britton that stole the, my suitcases because if you look at the clothes that Sam Britton has been wearing it's my like fashion designs that were in these suitcases that he's stolen that they have stolen sorry let me see if I can read the tweet yeah my name is Oh, I'm going to butcher this name. Azia Kamsin, a Tanzanian fashion designer based in Houston, Houston, Texas, USA. I lost my bag in 2018 at DCA. Recently, I heard the news on Fox News about Sam Brinton luggage issues. Surprisingly, I found um, their images 
wearing my, my custom made outfit, which was lost in the bag in 2018. So basically, <laughs> this literal US official <laughs> has been stealing people's luggage and the clothes in them and just wearing them to these events, not thinking that this is like, you know, an actual like fashion designers work, like custom made outfits. <laughs> and there's like multiple, I think there's like, yeah, there's three different dresses that <laughs> that Sam is seen wearing. And it's this poor Tanzanian fashion designers work that was stolen from her and i just can't wrap my head around guys the images are also crazy the i mean the fashions are beautiful it's like these beautiful like shawl like dresses also with these like african prints on it and everything and i'm just i just can't believe that like <laughs> first of all how did they not think that they were gonna get caught and now i think they're like on trial in like randomly like in mississippi or something but this is like one of the like was this on your 2023 bingo card u.s state official steals luggage in 2018 and gets called out by tanzanian fashion designer whom's custom outfits were stolen and it's like happening on i don't i can't i don't understand it um yeah, it's weird that it's, like, this also, like, a whole other level of this. I don't know anything about this person's, like, political policies or anything. I just know that, like... Oh, my God. It's just... There's very much, like, a culture war going on with this, too, because they are the person that Sam is, like, a white person and then wearing these, like, African designs, and it's, like, very strange, especially knowing that these were stolen... Like, these are, like, African fabrics, and this white person stole it from a Tanzanian woman and has been wearing them to, like, ugh. I can't, guys. I can't wrap my head around it. And it's, and no one's talking about it. Like, I'm only seeing, like, random people on Twitter talk about it, and there's just nothing <laughs> beyond that. And I'm shook. I'm actually, and the fact that they were stolen in 2018, five years ago, I can't. Guys, this is actually insane look into it because i don't care about anyone's political ideologies of what you think is right and wrong whether you like president biden whether you like fox news whatever this story itself is actually like it's wild it's wild moving on to another thing twitter did this this week they did onika burger and i look i will always be Nicki Minaj's number one fan. I love that woman. Do I think that it's... Do, like, do I think that she's the best female rapper? Yes. Do I think that other female rappers are good? Yes. Do I think it's weird when people, like, think that there can only be, like, one best female rapper and, like, actually, like, pit them all against each other? Yes. But do I also get why some people compare... 
Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Cardi B, yes. Whole other, whole other issue there. Basically, for Valentine's Day. Cardi B and her husband, Offset, are they married? Anyways, her and Offset released like a McDonald's meal thing, which by the way was a flop, like literally so fucking boring. Who gives a fuck about like a cheeseburger and a high C for like $18? McDonald's, like the strategy's not working anymore. They're trying to like Montclair genius their way into the sales. And I'm like, girl, this is not the way. Anyways, they released like a McDonald's. It was called like the Cardi B and Offset couples meal or whatever. The campaign video was quite cute. I'll give them that. And of course, Nicki Minaj fans cannot deal with Cardi B trending or anything. So <laughs> they basically just tweeted out the words Onika Burger. <laughs> Guys, I they tweeted out Onika Burger so much so that it would, like, trend higher than, like, Cardi B McDonald's meal or whatever. <laughs> but so now, instead of saying, like, oh my god, she ate, people are just saying Onika Burger. And I'm seeing it. The, look it up on Twitter because it's quite literally one of the funniest things I've seen in a long time. And I hate that it's coming from this, like, toxic fandom culture that, like, it's like, I'm happy for Cardi B. I'm happy for her. Why do we have to make Nicki Minaj trend above it with the hashtag Onika Burger? <laughs> like, the barbs are actually insane. Like, you guys are actually fucking crazy. I mean, I am one, but I am not a culture war starting. Like, I'm not a, I'm, I w I'm not a barb that will go to war, you know what I mean? But anyways, so now instead of saying, like, she ate or, like, oh my god, she looks so good, people are just saying Onika Burger, and I think it's so funny. Or then they're doing, like, she equals Onika eight equals burger onika burger and i like this is something i no one else understands it no one like a lot of, like none of my friends are actually on twitter or very few are and i just i i need to tell someone about onika burger because if you see my next instagram caption being onika burger don't don't question it okay because i i cannot believe like who who in the fandom who which one of the barbs was like oh we're not going to be calling it Nicki Minaj whatever we're going to say Onika Burger I fucking love that oh another thing I saw on Twitter guys this is me just going through my Twitter feed basically and explaining how things have affected my brain this week Monica Bellucci one of the most iconic women on earth is dating one of the most iconic men on earth which she's done before, you know. We we like to shout out uh, Vincent Cass Cassell. Cassell. I don't know how you say it in English. You know that was that was a high time for both of them. Um, but Monica, 
Miss Monica Bellucci is confirmed dating Tim Burton. Pause for dramatic effect. Um, the, the fact that this woman, like, what is the Vincent Cassell to Tim Burton pipeline? Because that's actually insane. Like, that's actually insane. But I, I want to say, because she's like in her 50s and I think he's like early 60s. Iconic duo. Iconic. Tim Burton slay on his part. Monica Bellucci. I love when like the women like age gracefully and then like date people that are also like cool but like in the same age you know what I mean because like she could also date like a random like 30 year old like little male model man but I'm happy she's not doing that I'm happy she's going for Tim Burton and I just I need them to be I need them to do something together I need a photo of them taken on a professional camera in a lit studio together I don't know if it's going to be for the cover of something I don't know if it'll be a campaign for something I know that they won't do it honestly but in my world in my little marketing brain I'm like fuck what brand could really capitalize off of doing after like being the being the the company to like take the first couple photos of Monica Bellucci and Tim Burton. I can't believe it. It's like the same way GQ um, did the uh, Valentine's Day like hard launch of Emma Chamberlain and what the fuck is her boyfriend's name? Role model. Who's so who's going to do that for Monica? Who's going to hard launch? Which publication, which brand, which whatever is going to hard launch Monica Bellucci and Tim Burton is what I want to know. Because I would love to see it happen. Oh, it's so cool. That's like the ultimate cool girl move. To date Tim Burton. Okay, take a shot every time I say Tim Burton during this episode because I think you would be drink. Um... Oh, this is not news. I just love Jeremy Strong. I think I've realized, like, he's my celebrity crush. Um, him and... Fuck, I always forget his name. Oh, I always forget his name. I'm Googling. Anyways, um, if you guys haven't watched... Oh, Jason Bateman. Duh. Jason Bateman and Jeremy Strong are forever going to be my two celebrity crushes. Purely based off of the characters that they play being fucking insane marty bird um and michael bluth some of the two craziest male characters they're kind of similar in a way um on modern tv and so is kendall roy i personally think that i am the ken well i not personally think i personally know that i am the kendall roy of my family and that is i think why i feel so close to jeremy strong <laughs> Also, if you don't know, Jeremy Strong is, he plays Kendall Roy in Succession. Succession is coming back. Brian Cox, who also plays in Succession, just did an interview and he was like, yeah, I fucking hate Jeremy Strong and the way he acts. So I think this will probably be the last season of the show, but I'm excited for it nonetheless. Anyways, there's this photo of, <laughs> there's this photo of Jeremy Strong wearing the Lanvin curb sneaker with like I think like brown pants and like a like extended coat or like sport jacket or something 
and like a paper boy hat and i ever since i saw that photo i was like there's something about jeremy strong that is like there's this like ominous like it's like there's a little bit of a creepy unsettling energy about him that is so attractive so extremely attractive i can't put it into words um so yeah this is me just letting you guys know that i do not care about harry styles i do not care about timothy chalamet i do not care about um what are, what are other hot people tom holland i don't what who do people um what's the guy from euphoria nate i don't care about them i want jeremy strong or jason bateman but jeremy strong Jeremy Strong is my number one right now. Oh, I've also given up on Hector Bellerine. I'm sorry, I'm over that crush. I like really um was like strong on that one. Um and I've let go of it now. I don't know. He doesn't have the same allure as he did. And he also definitely has a girlfriend. So that's like rough for me. <laughs> also, fuck, I forgot to tell you guys this. Speaking of two meters tall tennis player professional, not retired, there, fuck, I don't want to, no, you know what, I will. <laughs> There's a tennis player named Riley Opelka, who I've had the fattest fucking crush on for like a year, ever since the US Open pink bag thing, which actually must be over a year ago now, must be like two years ago. I just really, I don't know, like, I, have, I haven't even watched interviews with him. Like, I don't even know if he's actually that, like, personality-wise interesting. But I just think it's hilarious that this man is, like, I think he's, like, two meters ten tall. Like, he's really fucking tall. His wingspan is insane. His serve speed is pretty insane. And he wears full Rick Owens and, like, collects art and, like, paints and I'm just, I'm obsessed with that. Anyways, I DM'd him, hey, a couple weeks ago, and um, he didn't respond. And I was like, oh, he just, like, probably never saw it. I opened up the message, and it just said, seen. So, I personally am going to pass away. What the fuck? Imagine... <laughs> Imagine you message your fa your favorite athlete and they seen you. Guys, it's really hard out here being soldier because I, I just don't understand. I, I just don't think there's any return from this. You know what I mean? There's actually no return from this. He fucking left me on scene. I'm not, like, it's just, it's over for me. It's done. It's never going to happen. And so, like, you know, like, it's always so fun having, like, a silly little crush on someone. And I was a fucking idiot and I acted on it and just got my feelings hurt. He did see it, though. You know what I mean? It could have it could have stayed in the message request. And he said, no, no, no. I'm going to open this one. Um... And then decided to leave me on scene. So at least there was some thought put behind it. You know what I mean? But that was rough for me. Um, I don't think I will be swiping up on any of my crushes um, stories anytime soon. Uh, because the, and there's really no coming back from it. There's really no. And especially now that I said his full name on a podcast. 
that's really setting it in stone. So anyways, Riley, if you're listening to this, I have a big fat crush on you still. And you know what? I'll I'll let it slide this one time for to leave me on scene. But next time, just know I'm expecting a response. <laughs> so dramatic. For what? Um, oh, another thing I want to talk about. This is I'm skipping the fashion week commentary. Um, but I was wondering if you guys would want to see that more. I used to do that more on TikTok and stuff, or do it over on Zero Six, where I kind of do I would do like a recap on New York, London, um, Paris and Milan, Milan and Paris, sorry. If I would do like a recap on each city and we could do like a little fun overview. If you want that, let me know. I, I wouldn't do it on the podcast. I would do it maybe on TikTok or on Instagram so we can have like strong visual aid. But let me know if you want that. The only thing I'm going to comment on right now is um, the Mugler H&M news. Uh, so for a long time, H&M has been doing these like brand collabs. And it's so funny when people get surprised by like brands doing them where I'm like, guys, literally Margiela did an H&M collab. So like, let's be fucking for real. It's just about creating accessibility um to a bigger consumer base and yeah i was having a conversation or i've had this conversation with a couple people about why mugler would choose to do an h&m collab because i think a lot of people are surprised by it by it considering how they've chosen to present the brand um recently my full analysis of it i could be wrong on it but at the end of the day mugler makes most of their profit off of perfume that's the only kind of product that is entry level first of all and accessible to most people because as much as we want the leggings with the cutouts as much as we want body suits as much as we want this and that it's not accessible to the everyday person but we want to buy into the fantasy of Mugler so what can we do we can go and buy the alien perfume which is great. Um, the issue, though, a lot of brands don't have this issue because they sell a logo t-shirt or a bag or, you know, a hoodie or something that's more of a kind of a, not affordable luxury, like more of a, a premium high quality price instead of going to H&M and buying the same t-shirt without the logo on it. You know what I mean? Logo culture is big. Mugler doesn't do that. Mugler doesn't even have a handbag that people can buy. Well, they do now. We'll get into that later. Actually, no, let's get into the handbag now. They launched this new bag. The issue with it, guys, is that like I think the starting price for the small one is 1.6k, which is very high considering I mean, they get to set the prices, but I wonder why they set it at that price. I would have maybe done uh, like an 800 for the small and then a 1.4 for the large size, but whatever. We don't need to get into pricing. What I'm saying is that the only accessible product for the aspirational Mugler consumer is the perfume. So what they they have two options. They can start a diffusion line, 
I don't know, they have a couple options. What they could do is start doing kind of merch in a sense, where you do some logo t-shirts, you do some logo hoodies, you do whatever. Something at a slightly more affordable entry-level price for the consumer. They could do that. But that's not really what the brand does. They're not known for doing anything with logos on it or anything um, kind of merch, merchy. If you look back at old like Thierry Mugler stuff, Mugler, Mugler stuff, then there was like the star bags and stuff that were a little bit more accessible, but they don't do those anymore. So that's one option. They're not going to do that because that diminishes what the brand is when it's like this super sexy, luxe, inclusive, whatever vibe. What they another thing they could do is start a diffusion line. So less premium quality, less intense cuts, more wearable day-to-day. Think Versace jeans, think, you know, a diffusion line that's just cheaper, but still has this luxurious feeling without it being high-end luxury prices. You know, I'm going to Louis V. Aroma to buy it. Or instead of putting in that much investment and that much risk into launching an entire diffusion line, H&M comes along and says, hey, want to do a line with us? basically zero risk because they know it's going to sell and then if people are like turned off by it then it doesn't matter because it was a one-time thing super low investment because two brands coming together and overall what they're doing is just being able to market Mugler to the everyday consumer that's going to H&M that isn't watching their fashion shows and it's really, really smart. So now, instead of just making profit off of their alien perfume, they're actually going to be able to be making profit off of this. And then hopefully these consumers turn into aspirational consumers for the actual brand itself. And once they have a couple products, maybe a couple more handbags and stuff like that, they can push out um, to actually have people buy into the brand and not just um, the H&M collaboration. So that was my quick fashion business analysis of the Mugler thing. <laughs> <laughs> so random but I just had to talk about it because it's really interesting to me and especially like people's reaction to it where in my brain it just has like always clicked and made sense you know what I mean like there's a reason Kenzo did it there's a reason Isabel Morant did it there's a reason Moschino did an H&M collab like I think we have this idea that like H&M fast fashion equals bad whereas it's Fast fashion in itself is actually a great thing because it's made clothing accessible to a lot of people. The issue with it is overconsumption. So if you buy one thing from H&M or from Zara and you keep it for 10 years and you take good care of it, it's not an issue that you're buying, in quotations, fast fashion. You know what I mean? Like the issue is the trend cycle and the production, not the actual valuable consumption people get from said fast fashion you know what i mean like there's a certain level of accessibility in fast fashion that you have to admire anyways now i'm done talking about the stuff that i care about the jeff Koons statue being broken i really enjoy that's all i'm gonna say i'm gonna say thank you to whoever smashed the jeff Koons statue because i think it's very good social commentary and i think it's also good for us to have a conversation about art and value and especially when it comes to jeff Koons. there's something about it i've been to the jeff Koons ex exhibition here the, some of the huge sculptures are amazing but it's it's 
I think it's refreshing. I think it was refreshing that the Jeff Koons statue was broken, is my take on it. Um, and now we're going to finish off with things that I'm liking right now. Music, media, stuff. Music-wise, Two Hollis, Damon Rush, and the new Skrillex album. You guys, the new Skrillex album is really fucking good. The song with Corbin and Chief Keef, like, I can't put into words how that's made me feel because when I was 14, Corbin and Chief Keef were my favorite artists. And I would have never thought that I would ever see them on a song together. And the fact that they're on a Skrillex song together, like, really butters my biscuit. So that's my music of the week is the new Skrillex album. I can't even tell you. It's called something... It's called Weapon. Is it called... What's it called? <laughs> Don't get too close is what it's called. Um, Ceremony with Young Lean and Blade is good. Real Spring, we know I've been listening to that. Um, 3 a.m. with Prentice and Anthony Green is good. <sighs> Guys, the Justin Bieber song on the Skrillex album, Don't Go, with Don Tolliver and Justin Bieber is an insane. Beautiful song. So yeah, that's my recommendation of the day is to listen to the new Skrillex album. I'm also going to be updating my Soldier Pods podcast, podcast, Spotify playlist um, with my ski music that I will be listening to when I'm skiing this weekend. So stay tuned for that. It's going to be a fun one. Um, and last but not least, the media I'm consuming, I'm like, finally, I have like some time in my day. So I um, have started watching. It's called, okay, I'm so bad with names. What is this called? Full Swing. Um, and it's basically Drive to Survive or like Breaking Point, basically where they just follow professional athletes along the tours that they do or like the season. Um, but it's about golfers. And they started filming this right when the Saudi Arabia drama started happening with um, Liv and uh, the PGA basically being like, yeah, if you go play for Liv in Saudi Arabia, you're not welcome to the PGA tour anymore. Um, so it's really interesting to watch like grown ass men be like debating on whether or not they should take money from Saudi Arabia to play golf. The drama is there. I highly recommend it. It's really interesting, actually. Um, and yeah, oh my god, I just realized I've been talking for 45 minutes. How the fuck? I was really passionate this week, guys. I think it, we're, we'll cut it off there then, because I think that's long enough to hear Solji talk. Um, but yeah, I hope you guys have enjoyed your weekend. I hopefully am enjoying mine. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. As always, let me know what you think about what I've said. I love making this into a little conversation in my DMs. Follow me at Soldier Maya on Instagram and TikTok. Follow the podcast at Mood Revive Pod on Instagram. Rate the show five stars wherever you're listening. Um, and yeah, I love you. You're the best. And, um... I hope nothing happens in the time that I've recorded this and the time this comes out that's like super major that I wish I would have spoken about. But anyways, oh, let me know also if you like these types of episodes um, where I just like talk shit, basically like talk through my timeline. Okay, I'm going to go now. I need to go pack and leave to the airport in 
four hours. Oh my god, not in four. <gasps> in three, it's 1 a.m. Okay, bye guys. Love you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.